Hey, Raphael. Hey, Yvonne. How are you? I'm doing good. Boy, it's a great day in Tampa, isn't it? It is beautiful weather, just gorgeous out there. It is. So I know by the time this podcast comes around, it's going to be hotter than hell. And we'll be going, what? Why do you guys still do that? But <laughs> we're going to enjoy it while we can. It's beautiful weather. It's the spring. And we've got some really interesting guests today, right? It's our first time having two guests at once. My gosh. Laugh, fun, yelling, screaming, fun, laugh. Oh my gosh, Yvonne. I'm, this is incredible. <laughs> Talking over each other, surprises. Oh my gosh. Gasps, interesting yeah. noises. So <laughs> today we are so happy to bring you Kristen Chavez with Gallagher Bassett and Holmes Lilly with the Employer Defense Group. You ready, Roth? I'm ready. Let's go do it. All right, here we go. Yvonne Gibert here. Hey, Raphael, how are you? Hey, Yvonne. Raphael Gonzalez here. How are you? I am doing good. Are you excited about our guests today, plural guests? Yvonne, I am so excited because I know one thing. I know we're going to have so much fun today. I don't know about you, but I think this is going to be wild and crazy. So without further ado, let's talk about who our guests are. So welcome to our podcast, Kristen Chavez and Holmes Lily. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm glad to be here with you guys. I'm glad that uh, Kristen let me tag along. So looking forward to it and hopefully I'll make my mama proud. Aww. I'm excited to be here. You know, it's always a good time. So it is. So um, we're going to try to get to this podcast without laughing hysterically like we usually do when we all get together. So before we get too much farther in, um, let's just talk about um, we just announced who you are. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing. So Kristen, you've made a big transition. We've talked about it in a few different places, but you or your entire adult life have been at work comp central but you're not anymore so where are you now i am with gallagher bassett so i'm an account executive out in the western region so having fun doing that awesome awesome and holmes tell our listeners what what it is that you do in our fun industry yeah so i um i am the founding partner of a work comp defense law firm um called employer defense group or edg for short um, started this firm maybe five years ago. Um, and you know, we've, uh, we're growing fast and it's been, it's been a fun ride and getting to meet people like you guys has been, you know, probably one of the, uh, one of the highlights of, of the whole ride. Awesome. And where I didn't ask this, so I'm going to ask it now, where are you guys joining us from? You are in. Kristen, you want to go for a lady first? Ladies sure. first? I'm in Camarillo, California in my home. Yeah. And I am sitting in my office in uh, Anaheim looking at the Angel Stadium. So we're right right next door to Angel Stadium. Awesome. It's a nice office. I was able to see that in February when I was there. Yes. Awesome. Love it. Awesome. So we usually start the podcast off having a little fun and asking our guests, what was the last thing that made you laugh out loud? So... Whoever wants to go first, what made you laugh out loud most recently? Jumping on this call. 
<laughs> before we st- <laughs> that's so what about you Holmes anything else happened that made you laugh out loud recently yeah so I struggled with whether or not to tell the story on the podcast but you know you guys can always edit stuff out so I'll, I'll go I'll give it a swing um I, I was recently home for Easter and, and I did a big dinner with my family and my mother and my best friend and his mother and his father <clears throat> and you know, we're all older now. And, and the story came up of, I would say, um, some of the things we did that they didn't know about. Um, and so anyway, my friend started blurting out about, you know, um, youthful indiscretions is what I'll call them. Um, and one of the story was, is, you know, we were all having a good time and somebody decided that, you know, we needed to, uh, we needed to jump off a boat, but not have anything on. And so the next thing I know, we get, uh, we have a, I have to present a ticket for uh, bathing in the nude. And so that was, that was, as we, you know, recounted that we were just in tears laughing. And the real reason was because one of the first law firms I interviewed at, I went in and interviewed and, and they actually made me a job offer but was the firm that had sort of handled getting all that, you know, taken care of because we had to deal with these tickets in a, in a faraway place um, that we were not originally from. So we were not there um, to sort of actually deal with it. But uh, the guy who was interviewing me is the one who had actually handled that. Um, and so it was, uh, my face was beat red uh, going through an interview. Um, but anyway, it was all good and all fun. But I, I would say that that was, Re- reliving those old uh, those old high school memories uh, in front of my mom was uh, funny and a little bit terrifying. So, anyway, that's my that's my laugh out loud story. Oh wow! Well, it kind of reminds me of that dinner we had in Orlando where you had Raphael and I laughing so hard we could barely stand it. Yeah, we we've had some good times at dinners, and um, <laughs> if if anybody has not seen uh, Yvonne's skiing photos with back in the day you gotta request them you gotta request them she yvonne was a top-notch skier and has the pictures to prove yeah uh, see no <laughs> i did not expect that one yeah you got me you got me good uh-huh all right All right. So that is true. And since you brought it up, I will say, yes, my father actually was a professional water skier and toured all over the world. And I was semi-professional. About the time that all my friends went on and decided to become professional water skiers, I thought, you know, maybe I should get a college degree and do that thing that most people do. And so that's what I did. Fun stuff. All right. So let's talk about workers' compensation, shall we? Yeah. Let's do it. Sure. So, so Kristen, I'm going to start with you. And so we'll just piggyback all the way through and, you know, Holmes, dive in whenever you want. But the first <laughs> thing we like to do is find out what is it that you wanted to be when you grew up? Now, Kristen, I know you're a different kind of story since you started working at WorkCom Central as such a young girl, but did you really think you were going to stay at WorkCom Central all that time? And, and did you really think that that's what you're going to do for all those years? No, I thought it was going to be that month project and I was going to go figure out the rest of my life. Um, but then, you know, David, you can't, you know, tell David no. 
Um, but when I, what I wanted to be was actually an accountant, which, you know, I love numbers. I love, you know, things that make sense and have to make sense. You know, one plus one equals two to most people to, you know, that's the way it's supposed to be. So I am for the accountant. You know me when I would come to numbers and talk about balances and how much money we're bringing in and how much we're taking out and all that stuff. Um, So that's what I wanted to be. And what I was going for in school, um, in high school, like when you did the exam was an accountant. So, Mm. yeah. Interesting. How about you, Holmes? Um, I wanted to be a veterinarian until I realized I couldn't do math or science. Um, and, and I went all the way to, I mean, I, I took that dream far. I mean, I was a freshman at college before I, uh, and I looked down at my GPA and I was like, this ain't gonna work. <laughs> um, so we, we had to, we had to call an audible and go a different route because <laughs> chemistry and, and the math involved in that was, was not something but see, Kristen could have done that. You know, I mean, she's she's got the, the numbers down and she probably, you know, she would have been, um, you know, a good backup for that. But, but I, I'm not, I can't do the blood. I can't do that kind of stuff. And vets, you know, have to do some some gross <laughs> stuff. And if you know me, I don't I don't do well with that or smells. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're, <laughs> you have a weak stump. Was that a vomit a sound yeah. on? Is that? Are you, are, is Yvonne now doing like the, the audio where they like pipe in like a sound? No, that was all Kristen. That was Kristen. Kristen, that was a fake, that's your version of a fake vomit. <laughs> but again, it sounds like somebody kicking a walrus or something. <clears throat> I mean, what is it? Oh, kicking a walrus? I mean, what kind of, I mean, it sounds just like a. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not. How would you make a fake vomit? You do it then, sir. Let's hear your fake vomit. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Well. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. All right. I mean, I've never heard anybody kick a walrus, but that's what I would imagine it would sound like. It's I hope not. Vomiting. <laughs> All so, right. So Kristen's into the numbers and Holmes wanted to be a veterinarian. So, um, so Kristen... I'm sure there are people listening that may not have heard your story about how you got into workers' compensation. So tell everybody uh, a brief, because yours is a long story. So a brief summary of how you got into workers' comp. All right. It's really not that long or hard. Um. <laughs> that was just Yvonne's way of saying nobody cares. I did not. Holmes, <laughs> be nice. <laughs> um. So it was a month project that was going to come on. David was building the calculators that many people use at WorkCom Central there. Everybody uses them, loves them. Um, so he needed the data entered for them from the AMA guides. And my mom was the office manager. And she said, kid, you're going to come do this. Check it out. Do a month worth of work before we send you off into the to go job hunting and all that. And I was like, all right. Um, went and did it. And then David kind of and I connected and he had some other projects that he wanted done. The phone rang and he didn't really have much customer service. My mom um, was busy off doing something. So he's like, hey, answer it. And I was like, what? Um, and so I answered it. And from then he kind of ha- asked me, do you want a job? And I was like, sure, why not? And answering the phones, helping out in IT doing all that stuff um, to then everything that he wanted to do. You know, David was a very creative, very new ideas, wanting that. So any idea that he had, I kind of helped him kick off 
which made me an, uh, why I'm the expert of understanding why everything work comp central. I know where every screw needs to go in that place and why, because I helped built it. Um, so then to where come 2016, we lost him, um, in the accident and kind of, uh, worked to where I could to become CEO and president. So, and then there I was to where we, us getting ready for business insurance uh, or to sell and business insurance picked it up. Felt it was in good hands. Um, you know, David's legacy would live on. And Yvonne also stepped up to the plate to help me with that. And then now I'm with Gallagher Bassett trying out the big corporate world. Very excited about it. And I can tell you, as far as Kristen knowing where every screw is, I, there's not a week. There's literally had not has not been a single week that I have not called her to say, um, hello. <laughs> how does this work where is it where are the where are the bodies buried uh, yeah <laughs> so thank you thank you for that yes of course and Holmes how did you end up in the uh, workers comp industry well I, I spent the first part of my career you know basically being general counsel for you know large companies and some publicly traded companies and doing that and, and then I got the opportunity to come on as general counsel for a staffing company um, that actually wanted me to be located in California um, because that's unsurprisingly where a lot of headaches were happening. Um, and so I, I, I came, I did that role um, for a couple of years, and then they asked me to be the CEO, and I did that. But while I was the general counsel, you know, the executive team came to me and said, you know, we're just spending a lot on legal fees. You know, we're always in something. Is that, you know, can you come up with some ideas? Um, that would be cost-saving measures, you know, that, that we could implement to try to, you know, save some money on legal fees. Um, and for anybody who generally knows, work comp is not something that's sort of generally in the purview of a general counsel. Um, it, it sort of lives in its own world, and there's a risk manager, and, the, and those that team and those folks deal with that. Um, but I happen to be talking with the risk manager at an offsite meeting, and and we were just, you know, shooting the breeze. And he goes, man, you wouldn't believe how much money, you know, we spent on on work comp last year. And he told me the number and it was a staggering amount, just legal fees. Um, and, and, and so long story short is I made a proposal to our executive team um, that we could essentially bring that function in house. And, you know, I could create a law firm to handle those fees um, and then whatever those fee, you know, whatever profit that firm generated, I would then be willing to reduce my salary by, uh, thereby saving the company, you know, a whole, a whole general counsel salary. Um, so that, you know, it was sort of a way for us to generate savings, um, for, for what, it, you know, what was the staffing company and what ended up being our first client with the law firm. Um, and so that that's sort of how it started, but it's really sort of just sort of stumbled into it, you know, and, and really at the request of the executive team who was saying, hey, give us some ideas about things we might be able to do. Um, and that's how the law firm started. And that's how I got involved in workers' compensation was was in an effort to, you know, help help uh, a, 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 my employer uh, save some money on legal in the, on the legal department. One of the reasons we decided to have you both on is I wanted to talk about, um, so I met you homes through Kristen. Kristen invited me to that dinner. I think it was just last December. We haven't even known each other a year yet. Holy cow. I'm sorry. No? 
<laughs> you you didn't that's not when you met him oh we met in vegas in vegas at oh, oh, a whole month before wow yeah. okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> i mean i i technically met you yes in vegas but it was very very uh brief because it was at that so you're right hello yeah. it has to make sense remember in my mind it's numbers it's one plus one and that was not one plus one well, it makes sense that Yvonne doesn't remember it because it was in Vegas. <laughs> oh, right now. Oh, right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> We're going to play that game, are we? Okay. So, but one of the things I want to talk about is, so what is it, Kristen, how did you come to know Holmes? And um, what do you guys, how do you, you, you guys do a lot of things together. So when I came out to go to the Parma event, you know, we we did a fun event together. So you guys do collaborate on, on a few things. So talk to our, us and our listeners about that. Like, how is it that you guys work together and, and how does that play into what we do in the industry? Me or you, Kristen? You. <laughs> um, so Kristen and I met because it, at the time, um, our firm was expanding rapidly. Um, and we brought on some attorneys that had previously been partners at another firm. And one of those partners had worked with Kristen um, at Kids Chance and, and was you know on the board and helping her do that. Um, and so when she joined the firm, she said, you know, this is really important. And, you know, Kristen was so great to work with and was a great resource. Um, and that, you know, she thought it was important that we as a firm, you know, get involved because her previous firm had been involved and she wanted to, you know, maintain the relationships and, and, and really believed in what Kids Chance was doing. Um, so I said, of course, you know, no problem. Um, and and then I figured out how to write Kristen a check to do that. So we had to sponsor some stuff. So Kristen's definitely about the numbers. Long story short is we ended up uh, sponsoring an event in Vegas for Kids Chance, um, which was a happy hour. Um, and it was our first, the firm's first time because they're you know sort of new doing anything like that at, at you know at sort of a national conference. Um, and it ended up being wildly successful. We did a matching fundraiser. And I think we raised something, you know, like, you know, six thousand or four thousand dollars that night, you know, in like a two hour period um, for just for kids chance. And then the winner also got half the pot. So I think he got two or three thousand um, dollars. So it was a um, that's how we met, you know, and, and sort of every since then, you know, now we look for each other. You know, are you going to this convention? Are you going to that meeting? You know, um, and we just always have a, have a good time. You know, I think that's sort of um really the basis for, for 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 a lot of relationships is you know are you do you enjoy being with the person because yeah. you know it, it, it's hard to be it's hard to go to dinner with somebody or do an event with somebody or anything else if, if sort of you don't have a good relationship and you're not having a good time and we've been able to to really um you know develop a, a great friendship and well thanks for sharing so uh listeners mr gonzalez is still here yeah <laughs> Hi, Ralph. Hey, Yvonne. Yeah. <laughs> nice I'm to give you permission to speak now. I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying, <laughs> I'm enjoying the show, the show behind the show. Um, yeah. uh, so 
I, and I've got to watch myself here because I'll get emotional really quickly, right? Because I really, really, really do love Kristen. Um, we have all in this industry watched her grow, um, young adult taking on such incredible responsibilities when David passed away, um, and then to watch her step in and and become and do and grow and and. You know, just all of it before our very own eyes, all of us cheering her on and wishing her uh, just that, right? Um, and so to have watched you, Christian, go through that, already loved you. Oh my gosh, you 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 grew in all of our eyes, in our hearts immensely. So for me, that experience and watching you go through it said so much about who you are, what you're all about, what your heart is all about. I just have the greatest respect, the greatest admiration for you. I um I cannot imagine workers come somehow, some way with you engaged and involved and in our lives. I'm I'm so incredibly proud um, to have found you in my life. You know, Yvonne connected us. Um, and so for me, what an incredible joy, what an incredible pleasure to watch you. And now this sort of second chapter, if you will, of your life. And I'm sure you're going to be are amazing um, and will grow into it completely. So um, be, before any questions, want to make sure I get out of the way. Yeah. Homes for you, I, I find you so incredibly fascinating because there aren't that many defense lawyers that, you know, li literally you had me this close to doing something in my pants. <laughs> Wait, no, that doesn't help. I would rather you... Yeah, I think you should just say it because the interpretation could be. Could yeah, be just say what you know that. I'll right? say it for you. It, you are almost, uh, you were about to pee in your pants. That's yeah. so much better. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else is going on in there, you know, but, you know, I, you know that's between you and the good Lord, I guess. <laughs> the, yeah. First, there aren't that many lawyers, right? Because most lawyers, as Bond tells me, we're boring and we're old and we're and we're full of ourselves. <laughs> so there aren't that many folks in our industry that can make you laugh and truly go outside yourself and just enjoy. And you do that, Holmes. You do that naturally. You do it with such ease. That's why I love hanging around you and spending time with you. And I'm hoping that we'll be able to continue to do that for a while, you know, long to come here because it's a uh, it really is fun to be with you. It's fun to, to engage and yes. to listen to you and to be a part of groups that you're in. Um, so my, my question, Ms. Yvonne, yes, I, I'm getting to a question. <laughs> Wake <laughs> up, Yvonne. Hold on, I Yvonne. said nothing. No, no, no. no he's <laughs> <laughs> We've got a lot of young folks who are listening to us. We've got folks that are coming from all sorts of backgrounds and skill sets and educational experiences. Um, what what do you tell those folks who maybe are, it's a challenge to plug in, a challenge to find your way, a challenge to where in the heck do I belong in this big, massive, so complex world of workers comp? How, how do we help folks like that find their way in our industry? Kirsten, is I, are you going to do that or you don't need to do that? You can start it off. I, I have some thoughts, but I'll let you kick it off. Yeah, I mean, 
to answer the question of sort of finding your way within the industry um, is is an interesting uh, question because you, you sort of get that broad question a lot. It's like, how do you find your way in the world? And, you know, most of the time the answer is, look, you know, you've got to grind and you've got to push through and it's not going to be easy, particularly at the beginning. Um, and, you know, you're going to you're going to face some losses. Um, and I think that's that's you know generally applicable to sort of the industry as well. You know, is this sort of this idea that um, you just got to keep pushing through, and that there's really no replacement for hard work. You know, and 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 I guarantee you, you know, if you you know put your head down and you grind through it, that you're going to get the result you're looking for. Um, and in a in a world where um, you know, technology makes things easier. And, you know, you hear about people getting rich overnight, million and this and that, but there's, there really is no, no replacement for hard work. Um, and, and I think that's applicable within the industry as well. Um, and, and I do think the industry is interesting in that it does give you a ton of avenues. You know, you, you could get, you know, you can be on the legal side of things. You can be sort of like, you know, what attracted Kristen to her new role is sort of this, more corporate, formal, large organization that, that, you know, she previously hadn't got to experience because she had been sort of working with, you know, more of a, you know, a mom and pop type show, you know? Um, and, you know, so I think, you know, if you're a people person, right, you can go out and be a broker and, you know, work on sales. Um, you know, if you really sort of want to, you know, want to go to school and want to really value your education, maybe you go on and you go to law school and you, and you come out and you do, you know, comp defense or, or, or applicants work. Um, so I, I think even within the industry, there's so many ways to go, right? You can work with a carrier, you know, and, and do some really cool stuff there. And they got captives that are really interesting to, to work with and study. Um, but I would say, one, the industry in general offers a ton of variety in terms of what it is you want to do. But no matter what it is that you're going to do, don't think it's going to be easy. Don't assume it's going to be easy and be prepared to work. You know, I mean, let's come, come to work every day with your heart hat on and, and push through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to agree with that statement. And then the only thing I'm going to add is no, you don't, when I think network is sometimes a scary term, especially to young or anybody entering anything and like networking, go talk to people. And that's not everybody. Cause it's, I mean, I'm really an introvert at the end of the day. I know people don't believe it, but I am, um, is you'll find five people and they'll know five people and they'll be willing to introduce you. You don't have to go to every networking event and talk to hundreds of people. But if you get your five that you can kind of lean on show on, they'll show you resources. They will, help you. Um, but if anything, try and find five people that you're comfortable with and that you can lean on, find those mentors um, or, and it doesn't even have to be a mentor type of thing, but just people that you kind of get along with, because again, they'll sh be able to show you things that maybe you weren't on and find people that have experience, find have people that are new because you guys are learning together. Um, so I get, you know, networking is a really big component and our industry is so warm, so welcoming. As much as, you know, it, what the negative kind of, you know, um, <clears throat> narrative it does have the people in it. I mean, I was so scared when I left and so many people reached out to me and I because I was scared. I was scared when I left and I told Yvonne and the outpour, the help, the support. Anybody just said, tell me what you need and I will help you. Um, and so, um, you know, that's my would be my other advice is network when you can and 
you know, find, find your, your group. Good advice. It is. So you both share that, right? That this um, foundational principle, right, of relationships, networking, you know, building strong, solid relationship with the folks that you meet, that you work with, because you're right, Kristen, those folks will introduce you to other solid folks. And so if you keep at it, like you said, homes long enough, all of a sudden you look back and there's an ocean of folks that you've met, that you've worked with, that you now have as friends. Some of those relationships become lifelong friendships that are so incredibly meaningful that you could not imagine your life without. So I, I love the foundational principle of just, you know, one step at a time, one person at a time, but continuously building relationships, networking, foundation, you know, opening your arms and grabbing onto folks. Um, I think that's the success, especially in our industry, which seems so large, but really it's so small, isn't it? Do you guys share in that? I agree. I mean, I think, Kristen, probably within a week of, of you being at your new job, you were here at, in, in our office and I was saying, hey, look, here's this person I think you should talk to. You know, these people are talking about needing to, needing to get a TPA involved, blah, 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 blah. So, and that, you know, and at that point, we had known each other, I don't know, five months or something. Yeah. Um, but it was, you know, sort of a strong foundation to say, hey, like, this person, you know, who I care about and, and, and who's a friend is over here now. Let me look around and see what opportunities I see, you know, for them. Uh-huh. Um, and so, and, and you end up finding that, 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 um, that river runs both ways. You know, people start call, call me up, Hey, you know, well, this person, you know, they're complaining about this or that. I think it can help. Um, and, and the longer you do it, it seems like the easier it gets, but it's just because you've been working your butt off you know, and, and things start to come easier. Yeah. And they, and they know that you're going to work your butt off. Like yeah. Holmes said, he puts his head down. He works hard, you know, as much as fun as we'd like to have, he does do that. And I know he's going to pull through and do everything. The other thing I want to ask you about is change. And, and most of us are so afraid of it. Both of you, right. Have had career changes, right? Directions where you started and you say, okay, other way, you know, talk a little bit about that, right? Not being afraid to, to meet up with that opportunity and then go in a different direction. And, and then the joy of finding like, wow, look at me now. Talk about that for a little bit. Well, I can't say that I wasn't scared or, you know, I was scared out of my mind. Um, but, you know, and, and the way that I did it is that I knew um, with, with the bigger media company on taking on work comp central, that it was in good hands. Um, that's what was probably the biggest thing, but I was scared out of my mind. The way I did it is my first day unemployed. I was turning 36. I was like, all right, let's see how this all works out. Um, and hopefully, you know, my birthday wish when I blow it, the candle out is that I get a job, um, that it did work out that way. But, um, I can't say that I wasn't scared. You know, I was very scared to make that decision. It's hard, you know, having a family, having a set career, having the name that's in the industry behind you to now going out there and seeing, can you stand on your own? 
um, and do it because again, you know, work comp central is a great company. Everybody, you know, work comp central, as soon as you say work comp central, people are like, Oh, I know, you know, get it every morning in my mailbox, um, to going out solo. Um, so that's kind of my thing is, you know, you're going to have, you just have to jump. <laughs> you have to take the first step. And that's the point. Look at you now. Like I always say, not that I'm trying to say that you weren't happy before, but you just look very happy. I, I know that you're challenged and it's so great to see you, um, you know, doing what you're doing because I knew you would do great at whatever you decided to do, but it's just great to see you in action. I think it's awesome. So I think the point is be willing to take that first step. You never know where it's going to lead, but there's probably going to be some discomfort. You might be scared, but you never know what's on the other side unless you take that step towards it. Right. And I think Holmes, were, you were going to say something? Cause yeah, I was going to say, I mean, you know, I think there's a saying that says, you know, the only constant is change. You know, change, that's the only thing that, that is going to happen. This is going to change. And I think no matter where you are, it is a key to that is sort of not getting too high, right? When you're on top of the mountain, you know, you, you got to be humble and, and not getting too low because, you know, it's, I guarantee you it is going to change whatever situation you're in. It, it's, you know, it's going to change. So, um, you know, I think the sooner that, that you can embrace and acknowledge that change is just a part of, of what happens, you know, in life, you know, not just in your career. Um, you know, your kids grow up and they move out and they go to college. Can't happen soon enough, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they come back home. <laughs> they come back. Home. Yeah. So you know, I think that that is um, the, the, the sooner you can embrace that and accept it. This is just part of the deal. You know, this is part of the game of life. Is that this thing is going to change, um, and sometimes it's going to change for the better, and sometimes it's going to change for the worse. And and, and you just got to sort of you've got to be you know very even keeled and. and when it's good, you don't get too high. And when it's bad, don't get too low, you know? Um, and like I said, you just sort of keep putting your hard hat on and going to work. You know? and, and you, you, you will get the outcomes you're looking for. Damas y caballeros, gracias por estar con nosotros hoy in Deconstructing Comp, un podcast sobre workers' compensation. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of Deconstructing Comp a podcast about workers' compensation. Please follow us on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to give us a rating and a review so others can find us too. Find us on LinkedIn at Rafael Gonzalez or Yvonne Guibert. Also look for us on Twitter at Deconstruct Comp. Hasta luego!